Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikurita, your host. Thank you for tuning in with us today. And uh, stay with us because this is a very uh, interesting uh, program today for the whole week. We ask questions uh, like, um, is the Sabbath needed in the third millennium? Did the Old Testament create the Sabbath burdens? Did Jesus and the apostles say anything about Sabbath? Sabbath to Sunday or Saturday to Sunday? How it was possible? Does it matter? You know, the general topic which we really looked into was you are not a a robot. And uh, today we are going to talk a little bit more about um, in a non-stop world, how do I observe Sabbath? You may have questions. You may have um, uh, some things to share with us. If you like to do that, please send us an SMS and be part of this program with us today. You can uh, text us on 04 That's the phone number you can use and text us a message right now as we are talking today on 04 And we'll be very happy to hear from you and to share with each other. It's good to have David Delima with us again from Family Voice Australia. And David, um, it's a very important uh, topic uh, today. We are talking about, uh, for the whole week, uh, are you a robot? Mm. We may function and uh, go uh, from day to day like a robot. Yes. And uh, we are, as um, as I mentioned, uh, we're talking about the uh, the rest mm. of the Sabbath. Yes, and I, I believe, David, um, you coming from a Christian uh, organization, mm. uh, what's your view in regard to the Sabbath? Yes, well, it is one of God's gifts to mankind, and the value of setting aside one day a week for rest, recreation, for family to put down the tools of work is, as you say precisely, Nick, that we are not robots. We are not machines that are fit only to be run into the ground and then <laughs> recycled. We need to look after our bodies, and God has placed within us the need for sleep every day, mm-hmm. and he's also built into us a need for a weekly rest. Now, we recognize the sleep one, and the culture is madly denying the one about setting aside a day each week. But that's part of creation. It's Mm -hmm. not part of the law. It's encouraged in the law, but it predates the law. It goes right back to creation. And God himself rested on the seventh day. If it's good for God, it's got to be good for us. Absolutely. I mean, you said something very special, um, uh, talking about that. It's not about the law, mm. because many people, when you talk about the Sabbath, straight mm. away you'll think of a, a particular group of people. Yes. You may think of the Jewish yes. nation. Yes. Um, but you pointed out very well that mm. the Sabbath was instituted at the creation. Yes. 
And uh, as the Bible says in, in Genesis, you know, that God uh, worked and did all his working six days, but in mm. the seventh day, he rested. Indeed. And the important thing which we um, touched on uh, through the whole week is that God not only rested on that seventh day, mm. but he set it up aside, right. you know, he blessed it. Correct. And he sanctified it. That's right. That's in uh, Genesis chapter 2. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And we can imagine him just rejoicing in his craftsmanship, looking back over the week, reflecting on the week, rejoicing in mm. the goodness of his own creativity. And then Jesus made a similar point. This is in Mark chapter 2. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Now this means that we don't keep the Sabbath or keep a special day once a week as Christians traditionally have done somehow for the sake of doing it. Mm. It is there for our benefit. Of course. And it's endorsed by the Lord Jesus and written there in the pattern of creation. It's most concerning that our governments don't seem to understand this. Uh, our governments are effectively behaving as though God didn't rest mm. on the seventh day, mm. and they're effectively behaving as though we, who are made in the image of God and who are called to work, are also called to rest. Mm -hmm. And so, unfortunately, our governments are really uh, providing a headlong plunge into economic uh, libertarianism, really. And it was worse in France after the French Revolution where they decided that seven days in the week wasn't good yes. and we needed ten days. Mm -hmm. So uh, that didn't go down very well. As you can imagine, it's just too long. Yes. And then the Russians did a similar thing after the revolution there. They went for a five-day week and then they changed that to a six-day week yes. uh, and eventually re reverted back to the seven. Uh, I, I would suggest that there's something built into creation that makes working for six days and then resting on the seventh something that's simply innately healthy and valuable absolutely and governments shouldn't you know play god as it were mm. and decide that what he established as a pattern is not good enough and we can do things better ourselves very well said uh, david and uh, you know uh, if you look for the freedom you know of um, of the 24 hours you know the day or a month or a year all of those, you can see the, the movements of mm. the planets, how God put yes. in place everything. Yes. But for the week, it's interesting enough that the yeah. week doesn't have that uh, uh, cycle into Correct. astronomy. Yes. You can't deduce it from observing creation. Yeah. You've got to receive it as revelation. That's a very good and way so, of uh, so putting the it. The scriptures give us the revelation as to what happened at creation. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, coming with another question here, because we mentioned mm. a bit earlier that uh, we can fall into that trap of legalism. Mm. Is there any danger yes. of uh, legalism in oh, keeping absolutely. the Sabbath? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's typified especially when the Pharisees were encountering Jesus. And he was doing wonderful miracles. He was healing people. And he was doing it on the Sabbath because the Sabbath is the best day of all to do good, mm. he said. But all mm. the Pharisees could think of was, oh, dear, dear, this is no good. He's breaking the Sabbath. And he said, don't you know that I'm Lord of the Sabbath? And there's no better day to bring liberation to the oppressed and healing to those who are sick than on the Lord's day. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jesus was very flexible in that respect. 
he's he's honouring the Sabbath by making that a, a special day of ministry, mm. and so it's uh, yes, it's a a day of resting from the regular work. And he was a carpenter, of course, mm-hmm. for all those years before he went into ministry. But when he went into ministry, the the Sabbath was the, the, the opportune time for ministry. Absolutely. And what do you think, David? Was Jesus breaking the Sabbath? No. No, no, he was fulfilling it. Absolutely, yes, mm. yes. Do the mm. right thing, you know. I mean, he gave those uh, um, examples to the people. I mean, if you have an ox, you know, and fall into a, a, a pit, what are you going to do? Are you exactly. going to leave it there because yeah. it's during the Sabbath or you're going to um, get it out? And uh, how m- more precious yes. it's uh, a soul. <laughs> Just another question, David, if I, uh, if I could ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, how is the Sabbath a good thing for us to yes, keep. Yes, Well, there's something really profound here, Nick, that we often don't think about. One is that by setting aside that one day a week, we are being witnesses or we're giving testimony to what God has done in the past. So we have a wonderful privilege as his people to be witnesses who give testimony to what has happened. So as God has done his work and then rested, so we to rest uh, having done our work. So we're witnesses to what God has done. Secondly, we are prophetic of the rest that we anticipate at the end of the age. Mm-hmm. So as Christians, we're looking forward to that full rest. And so we keep that or we role play that as we set aside time each week. Now, we don't have to be legalistic about this, but we do need to be careful. And my own personal approach is I like to try to do things during the week and then and then keep one day a little bit special mm-hmm. and that means that on that day I'll try not to do things which could be done mm-hmm. uh, during the week yes if, if possible yeah so I don't need to wash the car yeah for example I can do that anytime and we've we've mentioned the the Jewish legalism but we've also got things to learn from the Jews I think because they have thought very deeply about this in a way that Christians perhaps haven't and the Jews will spend a day preparing for the seventh, very the good. Sab- the Sabbath day, the preparation day, preparation yes. day, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not a bad idea at all. And also, they will wear different clothes on that day, which they call the the Shabbat clothes, mm-hmm. and they will eat different food on that day, which they call the Shabbat food. Mm. Now, whether Christians wish or not to do that is a, is a matter of conscience and personal choice. But I rather like that idea. Mm. because it helps to highlight the day and remind ourselves how valuable it will be for us. Not that we are trying to please God or be legalistic, but but for our benefit. Yeah, absolutely, David. And uh, yeah, we talked about uh, all aspects, uh, you know, uh, during the week and particularly when men uh, take decisions, you know, to to pick, you know, and mm-hmm. to say, okay, mm-hmm. I, I will pick this day or the other day, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's very special and important, I, I believe, in my opinion, from the Bible perspective, that when God blessed, sanctified, made it holy, mm-hmm. you know, a day, and uh, talking about the, the seventh day, uh, here, it was a reason. Mm-hmm. It was a reason, and, and God, God knows uh, why. And... Uh, it will be good for us to observe what God put in place for us all and not to twist, you know, and uh, make it as, um, as suits us yes. the best. Yes. Mm. Excellent. Yes. Well, 
I do pray that uh, we will recognize the opportunity we have to give testimony to what God has done and to what he will do in the future. We're living out that message, that Christian revelation, as we do all these things, as we love each other, as we reach out to the poor, as we share the gospel, and as we keep time once a week as well. Great. Thank you, David, for coming with us again uh, today. May God bless you. And uh, this is Preparation Day. May you have a, a restful Sabbath. Thank you. Take care. God bless. Sundown has come again. It's time to rest. The Lord has proclaimed this day.
Welcome back to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Rita. And it's time for me to introduce our co-host today, um, Tracy Papandreou. Tracy is an active uh, member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Brighton here in Adelaide. And uh, she's a very passionate uh, uh, student of the Bible, like to share the good news, the gospel uh, with people and serving Jesus Christ. Welcome, uh, Tracy. Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners. Great to be here again. Hey, uh, well, um, that was a beautiful song by, uh, mm. um, um, I forgot the name now of the author, um, but yeah, it was, it was very, very good song and reminding us uh, how to keep the Sabbath, uh, um, how important it is to have uh, that day of rest. Uh, I remember now the name, it's Daryl Sawyer, and um, it's, it's called yeah, the Sabbath song. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as we are talking, uh, this is preparation day, you know, approaching Sabbath, just in a couple of hours maybe. Uh, from now, uh, sunset is... Uh, uh, you know, the sun is going down and sunset, uh, and we start Sabbath at sunset. Mm. Now, for the whole week, uh, Tracy, we uh, look at very, very important uh, questions. And we, we're talking this week about you are not a robot. Mm, mm, I mean, de- definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, are, you cannot afford to work or to be active 24 mm. 7. But that's why. What um, sometimes we find ourselves doing. And the designer knew we needed a rest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and particularly in these days, oh, it's, it's terrible. You know, uh, people are, are looking how to stretch more and more, you know, to, to have more hours uh, um, to work. Uh, and yeah, we dealt with uh, some of the um, questions I mentioned earlier about um, is the Sabbath needed? In the third millennium, mm-hmm. uh, I believe more than, uh, more than ever. Yeah. any other times. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, did the Old Testament, you know, we're talking about uh, even with David talking with earlier, you know, how uh, the Sabbath was given a creation, you know, not only uh, some people think that this is a Jewish uh, law, you know, was given to the Jews. No, this was from the beginning of the creation. Mm. Um, and we talked about, uh, uh, was the Sabbath a burden? Mm. You know? Um, and uh, later on, then we, we look at um, uh, what the apostles had to say about Sabbath and keeping Sabbath. And even more, Jesus. You know, mm. what Jesus uh, did and what was his approach about uh, Sabbath. But one uh, the other day, just um, uh, Fabiano and Helen, they really talked about uh, uh, Sabbath to Sunday, you know, from Saturday to Sunday. Uh, how is it possible? Mm. You know, and um, does it even matter? And uh, we're going to look today a little bit in the Bible more to see um, how can we observe Sabbath in these uh, times we live in. Um, and definitely, we like to say that uh, we, we don't like to, to work uh, nonstop, you know, no. like 24-7. And uh, God knew that, uh, how important it is. Hey, just uh, before we are um, um, moving into a bit more uh, in-depth, again, I would like to remind our listeners that they can be part of this program, uh, bringing some questions or some, just some, you know, comments 
um, in regard to this topic. Uh, and the number where you can send us a message right now is zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. And we'll be happy to share uh, your message uh, with our listeners. Uh, please don't hesitate and send us uh, 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 an SMS. Uh, Tracy, uh, what I was going to talk to you in the in the next few minutes, uh, what advice would you give to someone for whom observance of the Sabbath is completely a new concept? How can they be sure of its validity? Yeah, I mean, um, we need to be sure of everything, don't we? You know, we shouldn't be taking anything on board just because some pastor, some priest said this or I heard mm-hmm. this on a radio station, even if you just, you heard it on Faith FM, yes. you know, uh, everything needs to be checked by the word, which is our guide, you know, and I, I, I just, well, that's what we seek to do here on this program is to continually lead people back to what the word says, you know, and, and we're told in 2 Timothy three sixteen to 17, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know, so even the Sabbath, the Sabbath, and and when we talk about the Sabbath here, we're talking about the seventh day or Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, The Sabbath is a gift that was given to us by God at creation, as as David um, mentioned earlier. So uh, everything God gives us is for our good. Absolutely. You know? So we need to view it as that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if we're not understanding, it seems a bit strange or whatever, we need to just say, well, hang on, this is a gift that God has given me. The Bible tells me that this is a gift. Um, and so we need to be praying to God and asking mm. him to give us more more light, um, as far as Zach that's concerned, we you know we can be sure about the validity of the of the Sabbath and observance of the Sabbath based on what the Bible has to say. I'm so glad that you start with this uh, passage in the Bible, you know. And by the way, um, to remember this uh, this verse here in Second uh, Timothy. 316. Just think of John 316, uh, the best uh, known uh, text in the Bible, you know. Uh, and, and just, just think of the second Timothy 316. And that's where we learn that the scripture is given by inspiration, you know, mm. uh, from God that to, to compare things, you know, to learn, to find out. Mm. It's not just taking out of context things. No. Just find a passage somewhere that says, about whatever and say here we go mm. you you see what he says look into the context yeah, really and i i dig and understand that this is all this is all a gift to us from God. absolutely very pleased that you start with that uh, mm-hmm. passage uh, tracy but um, can we be sure uh, that it is still relevant for today we touch on this uh, on monday uh, a bit more uh, but maybe you can look uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, this again and, and share with us a little bit. Sure, sure. So it's definitely relevant for us today. I take us back to the fact that we call ourselves Christians. And what does that mean? It means we follow the teachings of Christ. And we know that Christ kept the Sabbath 
and we know that he didn't give any command for this to change. And what are some of the texts in the word that, that we can use to prove this? So in uh, Luke four fourteen to 16, the text says, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So, um, you know, observance of the Sabbath, meeting with other believers was very much part of um, Christ's uh Routine, if you like, for for um, for his his week, and also in Luke thirteen ten, it discusses Jesus teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. But we've also got proof in the Bible about the importance of continued observance of Sabbath after mm-hmm. Christ's death. And I find one of the the really big um, texts on that is how Christ's body was dealt with after his death. So. His body was not even preserved, or the, the work that was that was done to anoint his body and and prepare it for um, for uh, the burial robes, etc. Um, you know, if there was any uh, anything that you think would be valid uh, to to be doing on Sabbath, it would be to prepare Christ's body, and yet um, we know from Scripture that that. The disciples were, um, just would not do that. Um, so in Mark sixteen one, uh, we've got the text where it says, "Now when the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices that they might, they might come and anoint him." So they waited until the Sabbath had passed. And there's also the text in Luke twenty three fifty five to fifty six, which talks about. Um, where uh, the women were shown where uh, Jesus' tomb was, it says, and the women who had come with him from Galilee followed after, and they observed the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. So if it was ever going to be done away with, Christ surely would have said previously, mm. you know, um, this was a Jewish thing. You're following me now, so this isn't necessary anymore. And he clearly did not say it because they didn't even want to anoint his body to to dishonor the the Sabbath. That's they waited right. until after the Sabbath was complete. That's right. That's right. Hey. Um also, before, before we moving on, um, I'd like to thank some of our listeners who already, you know, sending us some messages and require Great. a book which we are giving, um, giving away this week. And I'll mention that right now for our listeners, uh, today, if you, if you like to get a free book from us, uh, uh, please just, uh, send the text again to the same number, 048 and uh, put the keyword there, God's gift in time. And we'll uh, organize uh, to have this book in your hands. And I would like to thank you, uh, Danielle and Nada, both of you from uh, New South Wales, uh, requesting that book. Uh, I believe the book is uh, 
uh, in this way uh, to to your address there. Thank you for your uh, uh, kind words. Also, uh, Daniel is saying here, uh, thank you so much uh, for the program. I really enjoy listening uh, very much. I uh, and I like the the copy of um, God's Gift in Time. Um, don't hesitate. Uh, this is a free book f- uh, for you. Uh, no obligation, free of charge. You know, we'll be very happy for you to have it and check some uh, some of the things which uh, will be explained a little bit more in detail. You know about these uh, topics which we are uh, dealing with. Uh, now, uh, also, uh, Tracy, if I could ask you, uh, does the Bible? Give us some specific instruction uh, about how to observe the Sabbath. So the Bible gives us key principles. Okay. It doesn't give us very, very detailed in instructions. Um, it gives us key principles uh, and, and a few in instructions. Um, so let's just go back to um, the, uh, the Exodus commandment. Um, which talks about which which gives us a lot of detail around that. Um, that's in Exodus twenty eight to eleven, and it says, "Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy." So we know that's mm-hmm. part of it, keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. So there's one thing we know, you know. Don't do any work. Yay! (laughs) You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gate. So it's for everyone. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. So we've got an idea of what it's about there. We're told that's why we're being asked to do it, you know, as a commemoration to creation. And it says, therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it or, or made it holy. So let's just tease that out a little bit. The first one we talked about is um, that it needs to be a day set aside for the Lord and to be kept as a as a holy day. Mm-hmm. What does holy mean? So the actual definition is dedicated or consecrated to God for a religious purpose. So it's not just about, yay, we don't work and we get to sleep all day. Uh, it's, it's actually he gave it to us not only to rest but also to to have an opportunity to develop our relationship with him Mm. and and with others. I believe on that one um, because God rested, you know, after the creation. I don't think so. God got tired, you know, and he needed rest. I think the main purpose was to have that connection with his uh, creation, Creation. you know, particularly with the first couple, you know, to share that precious time together, you know, to them to be able to look at their God, you know, and yes. uh, and uh, worship. Yes, because even they couldn't be tired because they'd only just been created. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So, so yes, yes, it's 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 very much about relationship, and and I do believe, you know, that God knew at the time of creation. You know, he he saw down through the ages mm. how how the world tries to turn us into robots, and and He's our designer, and He knew that there would be. That need for physical rest apart from the relationship as 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 well. Absolutely. But it, it it's also um, he he actually in history it was used as a test to um, to to actually see how consecrated 
um, the believers were to, okay. to God. So in Exodus 16, and this is where the children of Israel are being led out of Egypt and slavery by Moses. And even before they came to Mount Sinai and were given the Ten Commandments, in Exodus 16, we see the Lord is commanding Moses to instruct them to rest on the seventh day. To in, and to ensure that the day is a holy Sabbath to the Lord. And this is the time where God rained manna from mm-hmm. heaven. And he, he said that he was going to use it as a test. In Exodus 16.4 is where God says this will be a test to see whether they will follow his command with regard to, to the Sabbath. So this is actually quite something quite important as well it's something that 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 he viewed as important in Exodus 16:23 uh it says then he said to them this is what the lord has said and so this is um Moses giving them that instruction that the lord has given them he said tomorrow is a sabbath rest a holy sabbath to the lord and there's numerous other texts in both the old and the new testament which mention that the day must be kept as a holy day for the Lord, and this is also reconfirmed in Exodus thirty-one twelve, where God tells Moses that observance of the Sabbath is to be a sign between God and His people for the generations to come. And He says, "So that you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy." So again, you know, there's so much about relationship in this. Um, and Exodus thirty-one fourteen says, "You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, because it is holy to you." So, you know, I think we've shown that, um, you know, keeping the day aside and making it holy for God is is the objective of it. And another thing that we get from the commandment is, it's a day where we don't work and and we rest, and um, we've got that in the Exodus twenty. Eight, we're told not only should you not work, but also not in your relations, uh, the animals, everything gets gets a rest. Uh, and ex- in Exodus thirty one fifteen, it also says work shall be done for six days. So that's actually part of the commandment as well that we um, plan ourselves well enough so that we can get things done in those six days, so we can feel comfortable in in our rest on the seventh day. So it says the work shall be done for six days, but the seventh is a Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. And actually in that um, text it says, whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. So it was actually very important at that point in time um, that, um, that, you know, he was trying to say that this is this is really, really important. Now, obviously, now we have Jesus who covers our sin uh, when we repent, you know. So, so um, the wages of sin is death, but when we come to Jesus and we repent, then, you know, he covers all of our sin there. So we're in a, a different uh, situation with regard to that. But we can see from that text that it's that – it, has always been very important to God um, because it's it's a mark between mm. His believers and and Him. It's also another thing is it's a day where we do good, and uh, I think uh, David talked about it earlier in his uh, interview that you did with him, Nick, about you know we have that time to be to be doing good. And Luke thirteen recounts Jesus healing a woman who'd been bent over for eighteen years, and he does this on the Sabbath. And I think he's pretty um, 
purposeful about it because he wants to prove to the Pharisees that, you know, he's not violating the command to do good on the on the Sabbath. You know, this is actually, uh, as as David said, fulfilling it. He's showing the real spirit of what Sabbath uh, keeping is is about. And Luke 6 is a similar situation. There's a similar account of Jesus healing a man with a withered hand. And, and again, that situation with the Pharisees is kind of mumbling and, and going on because he was, he was healing on the Sabbath. And, and Jesus came to, to show the, the error of, um, not understanding the spirit of, of, um, some of the teachings of of God, and you know we have examples. We have doctors and nurses and policemen and ambulance drivers, and the pharmacy that might need to be open for mm-hmm. you know those kinds of situations. You know th- th- those people are are doing good. You know, so so it's it's necessary to have those. Uh, those kinds of roles working on Sabbath, the society wouldn't wouldn't operate well if we had that. I, I would still say probably people in those roles, they also need here and there a Sabbath day off that they can have yeah. that time to to spend with with God. Um, just one more thing in terms of a principle, it should be a delight. Wow. So you know if if. If you're not experiencing how you spend Sabbath as delight, that's a sign that something's not right in the way you're um, observing it. Um, and we know that it's supposed to be that because we're told in the scriptures, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day. So he's saying, you know, the other you see other days to do all of those other things that you'd like to do. This is a day that I want to spend with you. He says, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and you shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. Right. You know, so it's, it's, it's really about, you know, he gives us this time to, to, to spend with him, you know, any relationship which is an, a good relationship, you want to spend time with that person. Yeah, I mean, you know? if you don't spend time, that relationship just uh, fades out. It does, mm. it does, you know. And I know sometimes people will say, but hang on, we have every day to spend with God, We're supposed to spend every day with God. Well, I can just give you my own circumstance. i Lucky that I start work late, and so I'm able to put a nice hour aside for God each morning. Mm. But I often find that, you know, I'm just at a place where I want to spend a bit more time. I'm at a part where, hang on, I, I'd love to be able to pray for more things. Mm-hmm. And and Sabbath is the time when we can do those things that we just, you know, we, we just can't, if we're a normal working situation, we just can't have that extended time on a daily basis. So this is, yeah. you know, a gift of time. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And uh, it seems like, you know, uh, we are given uh, key principles, uh, but no specific in- instructions, as you mentioned. Uh, why do you think the word is uh, no more prescriptive, you know, about this? And after all, uh, uh, that would probably make it easier to know what it is in and what it's out. You know, what do you think it's, yeah, it's not giving us more details? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the Bible is, is 
very clear. It, it, it's you know, I think it's wisdom that that that's not there because we can see how far wrong it can go mm. when it becomes prescriptive. If we look at what happened with the Jews, now I'm sure it started in the right light. That there's probably people who came to the Pharisees and said, "Well, how am I supposed to do this?" And, you know, they probably got enough questions that they thought, well, let's just make a big list of this. And then they kind of got a little bit over-enthusiastic mm. about things where it became to the point where a light couldn't be switched on. Uh, you could only walk so far if mm. you walked a certain, uh, you know, I've heard that they had, they carried um, a string that would be, you know, exactly the right uh, measurement of how far that they could walk on the Sabbath if they walked any further mm. that was breaking the Sabbath. And unfortunately, there was also a view that, you know, well, I can't do it, but I'll let somebody else do it for me. Um, and, and, and yet the Sabbath uh, commandment in Exodus talks about the stranger in our gate. So it's mm -hmm. not just about us. It's about us also thinking about how um, what we're doing on the Sabbath impacts upon other people as well. And I think we just as humans, we have a tendency to t kind of, you know, get caught in the ritual and forget about the spirit of it. And that it's all about relationship when we kind of get into this tick box checklist thing, you know, yes, I can, no, I can't mm. situation. You mentioned something uh, interesting there because we we are tempted, you know, to uh, to do more rituals, you know. Mm. And, you know, the, uh, the word that comes in my mind is tradition. Mm. Uh, sometimes we can put above the word of God, the instruction of uh, the word of God, mm. Um, we can put above that the tradition. Yes. And man can develop a sort of tradition, you know, it's like from one generation to the other, it will be, it'll be different or different and you get far away from the actual purpose yes. which God gave us. Now, we are not saying, even though in the New Testament there is not that much in detail about the keeping of the Sabbath, how to keep the Sabbath, but that's still in the Old Testament. Mm. And some of those principles are very valid mm. today. Mm. Uh, we don't need to do, as you just said, those things which are not there. Yes. You know, yes. but the things which are in our benefit, which God says, you know, how to um, prepare. David mentioned a bit earlier that the Jew had something right, that they have a preparation day. Yes, yes. You know, how important is that? Yes. In the New Testament, we have references to that. Yes. You know, yes. how uh, the the women, you know, they were not even... Um, Anoint Jesus' body. Exactly. Yes, Because, yes. Uh, you know... Sabbath was coming and was not enough time, you know, and they came on 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 Sunday. Yes, uh, and, and 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 the commandment actually says, you know, do all your work in six days. Mm. You know, get get yourself organized, yeah. so so that you can really in, take that time off and enjoy yeah. the the Sabbath. So hey, just uh, time is going very uh, quickly today, but I like to also ask our listeners again um, if you like to know how to uh, to keep Sabbath. You know, to um, or if you have a question about that. Please don't hesitate to, to contact us, uh, on 04888880811. And also, if you like to, to come and join us, uh, during a, a Sabbath celebration, um, I'll invite you to come and, uh, one of the church plants, which we are having here in Adelaide, if you are listening from, uh, from Adelaide, is in Mosson Lakes, number 
12 to 24 Garden Terrace, and we are meeting there in the Denison Center, and we have Bible study together, we have a fellowship time, you know, with lunch, and uh, we have some other programs going on, like uh, Forgive to Live, uh, how to how to improve your uh, relationships, and all those things. If you like to be part of that, don't hesitate to contact us and come. Just come uh, uh, to the place. Um, I would like to also br- uh, mention Brighton Church, mm. where you come from. Uh, uh, I was going to say, you know, y- and if you're out Brighton way, come along to Brighton Seventh Day Adventist Church. Yes. yes, and that's exactly the same. Uh, we usually start about ten o'clock. Yes, or Brighton in nine thirty. We have Bible study, which starts around about nine thirty. Okay. Yes, yes. 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 And then we have. Uh, a, a more formal service, if you like, where there's uh, preaching and and singing mm-hmm. and and uh, all of that. Uh, that usually starts about eleven o'clock, and we usually have lunch afterwards. Yeah. Again, it's about relationship. Mm. And generally, around the country, yeah, in between ten and twelve, is um, it's that uh, those sorts of programs happening. And if you are um, looking for a church, you know, just Google a Seventh Day Adventist mm. Church in your area, and you'll be able to to join us. Also, just quickly, uh, Tracy, I'd like you to just put a plug here for Brighton Church because I really like what's happening there. Um, there is a Bible spotlight there. Yes. Uh, are you participating to some of those ones? Unfortunately, I can't get out of work on time on to time. get there. Yeah, but I've heard that it's really, people are really enjoying it. Absolutely. Now, this is, uh, the Bible spotlight happens every Monday, uh, 6.30 p.m. And um, there are certain topics like, is the Bible reliable and still relevant? Um, why is the world f- falling apart? And uh, should a Christian drink or smoke? Um, do we go to heaven or when we die or what happens? You know, all mm. those very important questions. And if you like to be part of this program, don't hesitate to, uh, to join this group on Monday from 6.30. And uh, the address, uh, what's the address there? So Cecilia Street yes. in Hove. Uh, number 11, I think it is. Yes, is sorry, it? it's Amelia Street. Amelia, sorry. Amelia Street, <laughs> Street yes, yes. in Hove. Hove. And, uh, or just Google uh, Brighton Church. Yes, uh, yes. Seventh-day Adventist uh, Brighton Church. Uh, Tracy, Really, time is, is, is going fast, but let's come to a bit of summary here, uh, today. Um, so maybe you could uh, give us some idea of how you personally like to observe Sabbath. I like to, um, it's been a journey for me, um, and, and, you know, I've, 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 um, I, I've observed Sabbath in different ways based on, you know, my development of re- my relationship with God. But as I mentioned earlier, things that I like to do, I like to take time to be able to pray extensively where I've not been able to through, through the week. Obviously, I really enjoy going to church and listening to a good sem- sermon, uh, praising God through song, uh, spending time with the others, others there. Um, and, and, um, also just, you know, going for a lovely walk in nature and, and talking to God and appreciating his creation is something that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Also, too, you know, there's so much good literature out there 
um, about Christ uh, and uh, I like to do that. You know, I don't necessarily always get time to do that during during the week. So so really I try to concentrate on my key thing is, is this bringing me closer to God or is this pulling me away All from right. God? That's that's kind of a key thing that I like to focus on. And, and if I'm feeling a little bit, you know, like, um, hang on, you know, it's becoming a little bit stale, uh, then I know that it's time to change something. You know, it, it, I'm, I'm obviously I've lost that delight somewhere along the way, and I'm, I think it's important for us to keep bringing it back. Is this bringing me closer to God? That, that's I think a key thing. Okay, great. All right, let's summarize a bit. So uh, the things that I think we've looked at today. It's still relevant for us today. We've looked at, we've shown scripture that shows that there was no point in time that it actually, you know, Jesus gave a command that, to say that this will be changed. I think it's so in help, important because it helps us recharge from the busy week. You know, we're not robots. We need that downtime. And it gives us the opportunity to spend time with the Lord in a special way to nourish our relationship with him. Quality time is what's needed for quality relationships, you know, so I think that's really important. And it gives us opportunity to spend time on relationships with other people. You know, how many times do we hear that husbands and wives, you know, spend, you know, so little minutes speaking to each other? This gives them time. And it gives us time to do specific good work. Sometimes I like to go and hand out tracts, you know. I mean, I'm doing good work because I'm mm. sharing the, the good news of the gospel, you know. So so that's uh, also something I like to do. It gives us time to tell others about the good news of the gospel, as I just said. And again, I just want to say it should be a delight. If it's not, then something's wrong and we need to ask God for guidance for how we can, you know, in, in enrich our day with him. We need to honor it and treasure it, really understanding it that it's a beautiful gift from God. Mm. Oh, that's great. Uh, beautiful. Uh, Tracy, uh, as I said, time is uh, almost out. We may have just time to, um, uh, to play a song. Um, would you like to just uh, have a word of prayer with Love us to. and uh, with our listener? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the gift of your Sabbath day. You knew that we were going to need this uh, so long ago. And we thank you as your creator that you planned this as part of things. I pray, Father, that uh, our uh, relationship with you would be deepened through our time that we might spend with you on Sabbath. We thank you for this extra time. And Lord, I just pray for those who might be questioning this and it might be a new concept. Um, I just pray that you'd open up their minds and their hearts to to understand the relevance of this and to really uh, look at beginning to bring this into their lives and to be enriched by it. We pray these things in Jesus' blessed name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Tracy. Um, yeah. Our time is up uh, for today, but um, I would like to invite you to join us again um, next time when we are going to look to another very interesting topic, biblical morality. 
in the third millennium. We'll have a week of family-oriented and all those aspects. Thank you for uh, uh, staying with us today and listening to Drive Time program with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. And um, we're inviting you to, to come back. But I would just like to leave you with uh, a song now. Uh, again, it's another uh, Sabbath gospel uh, song, a little bit different with a bit of African uh, taste. Uh, just sit out and enjoy this. That the Lord made for you and me to rest in and worship the King. Oh, Lord, the Sabbath is a day that the Lord made for you and me to rest in and praise the Creator. He made the heavens and the earth he created all the living things that crawl the earth. He made the sun and the moon and the mountains, the visible and all that is invisible. The Sabbath is a day where you and I have holy convocation. And meet with believers The Sabbath is a day Made for man So we rest from all our labors That make us weary He made the heavens and the earth and the sea He created all the living things That crawl the earth He Visible and all that is invisible. Day one, let there be light. Day two, the man, the sky, and the land. Day three, the trees, the flowers, and the grass. Day four, stars and the moon and the sky. Day five, he made the fish and the birds. Day six, he made Day seven, stop.